Hi, I'm Rylan Scott. I'm a senior day student at Darlington and one of the admins of Darlington Athletics, and I'd like to welcome you to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'm recapping the winter sports season with varsity coaches Garvin Edwards, Leigh Hathaway, Mark Tunnell, and Nathan West. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Thanks for having us, Rob. Yeah. So, we'll start off pretty simple. Um, why don't you just briefly explain to our listeners who you are and what team you coach. Yeah, I'm Lee Hadaway and I teach um, history in the upper school and I coach the swim and dive team. So this is my fourth year with the swim and dive team um, and I've started coaching with the soccer team as well. I'm uh, Nathan West and I am the assistant athletic director and uh, head boys basketball coach and this is also my fourth year here at Dormington. Uh, I'm Garvin Edwards. Uh, I'm the academic support coordinator here at Dalton. This is my first year. I've coached the middle school wrestling program, the high school wrestling program, and we did do a youth uh, program this year here at Dalton also. And I'm Mark Tanell. I work in the admission office. I obviously help coach uh, girls basketball on the varsity and JV levels. Also help coach tennis. All right. So. Uh, I'm going to start off with probably one of the classic questions of at Darlington, our unique sense of community is always a major talking point, not just within the student body, but as well as faculty and alumni. So how would you describe the impact of this rich community is kind of seen within your respective teams? I would say for this women dive team, because we really pride ourselves in having athletes of all levels. So some of our athletes are going to be beginner swimmers, and we really kind of develop them throughout the year. Uh, while some of our other swimmers are trying to make state or trying to even look at swimming in college. Um, and so really the swim team is a community that you know values swimmers at all levels. And that's really kind of evident in how our team cares for each other. Um, there's a lot of just encouragement amongst our team every day at practice and at meets, really regardless of how fast a swimmer is. Um, we kind of say that everybody can play a big role in our team, in our community. Um, there's been a lot of really good leadership from our seniors over the last four years. So they're, they're my first freshmen are now seniors, and they've really helped to shape that community um, while I've been a coach at Darlington. Um, and I would say kind of what characterizes our community is one that obviously values hard work kind of first and foremost, um, but also really kind of values a place to come after school where we can all just, you know, have a break from the day and really kind of push each other to be the best and have some fun along the way. Um, I really try to emphasize that although swimming, you know, can be seen as an individual sport, some people think you're just swimming for yourself, that we're really kind of a team first. And I really try to push that team first mentality. Um, and I think that's really evident in how our team acts um, a lot at our dual meets. And it's really clear in our relays as well, how they're supporting each other, um, you know, both in the pool and on the pool deck. Well, <clears throat> I'll, I'll go with, with boys basketball. You know, one thing that, um, you know, really stands out to me is, you know, all I have to judge by is the past four years here at Darlington. So our crowd and our support that we've had that has, has really grown in the past four years. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with one, just the pride that the Darlington community has within their sports programs. But two, I also think it has something to do with uh, the way our kids have bought into to working hard, the style of play, um, our engagement within the community. We've tried to, tried to do a good job getting out there and building relationships with alumni uh, and, and with 
with just the overall student body. And, uh, and so I think that we, we've, we've tried to do that as a program to make that community feel within our program. Uh, and, and it's really extended outside the, the walls of Darlington and, and it's brought back alumni, it's, it's brought back, you know, your, your older uh, Darlington generations back to game. So I, I think that's kind of how I've seen it there on the, on the boys basketball side. Well, I, I'll say one thing this year, uh, as far as my being my first year here, uh, Darlington has always had a long history of outstanding wrestlers and wrestling teams. Uh, this community has always produced outstanding people for that program. Uh, I, so I was just eager and excited to take part and take part of this program this year. Uh, we started out with our, our middle school program, getting our middle school program involved. We had nine middle school wrestlers. Uh, then we did our youth program and we had 15, 14 or 15 middle school wrestlers coming up from the, the lower school uh, and, uh, and then the varsity program obviously. Uh, but wrestling is just a, a little different sport uh, like Coach Hathaway was saying. Uh, I've always tried to approach wrestling with a team concept where individuals can excel. Everyone wants to be a state champion, not everybody can be a state champion. But if we work together and we work hard and we push each other, then we're all going to excel. And so that's kind of my philosophy as far as wrestling is concerned. And I'll build a little bit off of what Coach West said. The girls' side of basketball is similar to the boys. One interesting thing about our team is we have five seniors, and most of those kids have been at Darlington since they were little kids. So some of them are, are, um, are lifers here. And... Um, I think the community gets around them because they've seen them play since they were little kids. And Coach Rush and Coach McConnell and I have the, the pleasure of really working with them since they've been in the sixth grade. So uh, senior heavy team for us and community for us is having, uh, having a group that's been with us for quite some time and their families that, that come and watch them play as well. So that community always seems to strengthen bonds in teams which kind of allows for that environment that you can't really find anywhere else but also when a season starts it can start in multitude of ways whether that's going to be positive or negative so how would you say the opening of your season or preseason preparation helped impact the student athletes on the team especially with the winter season being squeezed in so tight after fall sports and maybe not having some of those key leaders during the upbringing of a season well i'll um i guess i may deal deal with a, a good bit just sharing of as well as probably wrestling just sharing of um, you know the football and basketball kids um, you know one thing we try to do is <clears throat> make sure the kids understand that that they're supported in anything they do so if you're a football guy that plays basketball or you're a basketball guy that plays football you're going to be supported so within that support we want you to be successful so if you're within that sport uh, we want you to play as long as you possibly can and so we don't want that kid to really worry about, well, you know, winter sport is starting, um, I'm gonna get behind, or, you know, they're, they're, you know, I don't want them to lose any importance of what they're doing at that time, which, which is within, you know, that fall sport. And so what it does is it gives us an opportunity to develop maybe some younger kids uh, at, or, some, or give some kids that, possibly wouldn't get as much experience when those guys return, some of those return, key returners return from their fall sport, it gives them an opportunity to have game uh, experiences uh, moving forward, which 
doesn't really necessarily start you off slow. It just starts you off inexperienced. And then what it does is when you, and we always make sure we understand this, you know, how you, it ain't how you start. That's the season ain't how you start a game, it's how you finish. And so we, what it does is it, is it creates an experience and game-like experiences for guys that now when we come to the end of January and February, you know, we're, we've got a full team that's been in situations before. I would, yeah, I would echo what Coach West said about, you know, it really gives, preseason gives a lot of um, time for some of our newer athletes. So we have a lot of students who also play other sports in the fall. Um, but I really try to emphasize to those who don't play sports in the fall um, to come to our open pool practices, come to our dry lands, and especially those who have never been on a swim team before. That really gives me an opportunity to work one-on-one -on -one, um, with some of those athletes um, so that way they are ready when we actually start our practices. And so I would see that as very much a developmental time um, and also really good leadership opportunity for some of our returning athletes. So um, that's a good time for my athletes really show me who is serious about being a leader on the team, who is going to come to practices that are optional, right, um, and really kind of step on those positions. So for me, that's kind of the importance of our preseason. And, and sports here at Darlington are built on multi-sport athletes, and so we, we all have them, we all need them, uh, and they're crucial to what we do, and that's one of the benefits of being at this place. Um, I do think we have some girls that could contribute to the football team because uh, we are physical and we get after it, especially <laughs> defensively. So we've got some girls that would, that would certainly add to, uh, to the football program. But we do have uh, some softball players cross country and some that cheer that, that come to us as well. But um, I agree with, with these coaches in that it gives time for others to um, get that court time and, and be ready. And when those others come, it's, it's a pretty seamless fit. But, because we're built on multi-sport athletes, you know, be where your feet are and, and play hard and get as far into a state tournament as you can, and then we'll welcome you when uh, when you're through. Well, I, I agree with everything that the coaches have said so far, particularly about winning breeds winning. And so, if, if you're involved with that program, then you do give your all of that program until you're done, until the, the season is over. As far as the preseason, I was able to. Because I was coaching football, I was not able to uh, to be in the room. But I was fortunate that I was able to hire some new guys this year. I was able to hire Anthony Sasso, Evan Cole, and Blue Allen. And those guys would be able to go into the wrestling room during the preseason and do private training, private wrestling with those guys uh, that were not involved with football or a fall sport. So the we had a team captain. Uh, Adam Robertson was in there every day with one of those three coaches drilling, wrestling, getting ready. We had a couple of new uh, first-year wrestlers that were able to gain an advantage a little bit uh, by being in there and being involved with those guys uh, during the preseason too. So based off of um, uh, not just preseason <coughs> preparation, but the work that's done throughout the season, um, the outcome and the payoff is certainly visible from the stands um, uh, and the perspective of students in the student section or just on the outside. So what would you say is a key point or highlight in your team season that dictated the success you found in your respective areas? Well, I would say on the swimming side, we really had strong showings at all of our home meets. Um, we placed first at most of our 
homemates and sometimes we had you know five other teams here um i think we played second at one of our meets that had five teams um so we really were dominant at home and in our region we finished ninth on the girls side out of 25 teams um at a meet that's really become a statewide meet although it's you know was at one point our northwest georgia region championship um we're 12th on the boys side there as well so really just placing very high um in our area is really kind of big for us um we also have several kind of individual athletes who are standout. So Maya Pandia placed very high at region as well. Um, and really, I would say our success is highlighted by Addison Payne making state again um, in the dive event for the second year in a row. So um, I would say for Darlington, we're a very strong swim program for the Northwest Georgia area. Um, Georgia is one of the fastest swim states in the United States. They have a very USA, um, strong USA club team. So that makes us a little bit at a disadvantage statewide. Um, but I would say we've really kind of proven ourselves as far as um, being a dominant force in Northwest Georgia. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I would just say, you know, uh, winning. I mean, you know, we've, we were, you know, I guess it's a time, we're 24 and four. It's probably a school record in wins. You know, we lose one game in our classification. Um, but that, that, you know, that doesn't happen <clears throat> you know, we go win a region championship, re win a region regular season championship, you know, win the gold ball, the, the Rome County, I guess you could call it the county championship back to back. You know, but none of that happens unless, you know, you don't win in the winter time unless you're working in the summer. And uh, I think these coaches would, you know, probably agree to that. You know, our guys have really bought in to that preparation, you know, in the summertime, lifting you know, practicing, um, playing games, you know, it all, uh, that also gives us a chance to build some camaraderie, get to know your teammates outside of, you know, um, just everyday, you know, school life. I always ask my kids, you know, you always talk about, I always think it's funny when you have teams that always say like, oh, we're a family. You know, we're a family. And I always disagree with them to begin with because, you know, if you can't tell me your teammate's mother's name, you're not a family, you're not that close, you know? And so one thing we try to do is just get really close. We try to build really good relationships, especially within the lines and, and within, our, within our team. And I think that, you know, <clears throat> what, what happens throughout the course of a year, you know, really dictates how, working, how much you really work at it in the summertime. So within our program, I think just, you know, the proof's in the pudding. And, um, you know, our guys have really bought into that and, and we've, we've, been, we've been successful. Um, and, I, you know, the, the thing is we've, we've kind of built that culture here. Now how do you sustain it? Uh, that's important. And I think that you, can't take, you cannot take steps back. You cannot be satisfied with results, and yet you've got to continue to be hungry. Um, and so we don't necessarily set goals, I guess you could say, more or less standards of success, you know, and, and, and what you expect, the expectations are. So uh, that would be kind of my answer to that. Uh, you know, we, we had a great season this year as far as, uh, as our individuals go. We had five individuals that were among the best in the area. Uh, we, we carried five uh, to sectional, uh, I mean to area, and then qualified from area to sectional. And we carried three from uh, sectional to state. Um, the members were Aiden Davis, uh, Stephen Moore, Jack Cowan, Jack Chandler, Adam Robertson, captains being Adam Robertson and Jack Chandler. 
we had a lot of we had several of those individuals that placed uh, regularly uh, the, against head-to-head -head competition. Uh, we, were, we were very dominant against head-to-head -head competition. Um, and then Aiden Davis was our, our highest placer at the state tournament at 126 pounds. Uh, he placed third, beating the Mount Pisgah wrestler. Uh, so we. We had a very good year. Uh, we're getting some things, other things in place for this summer, and like the coaches were referring to, uh, it's not what you do during the summer necessarily. It's what you do out of the season. It's what you do preseason, po postseason. It's what you do year round. Uh, we're getting our camps ready uh, and, and encouraging our wrestlers. The so saying goes, uh, winter camps. I mean, summer camps summer work make winter champs so that's kind of where we are right now focusing on and getting those guys involved in that uh, and again like the other coaches were saying as far as you have a lot of kids that are doing multiple sports uh, that's not the the norm in most bigger schools but here at this school the smaller schools, those kids, you need to have them involved in as many different programs. I personally believe that it's best to be involved in many different programs anyway. So I'm looking forward to next year and, and uh, I'm really excited about what we've been able to do here, this being our first year at Darlington. On the girls basketball side, if, if you've played for me, I, I often say basketball's got to be fun and then what's the best way to have fun and it is to win. Um, that's not everything, but that's certainly a big part of it, and, and that's, that's what we believe. This senior group, um, minus the COVID year, had three 20-win seasons, uh, which is hard to do. Uh, again, like Coach West on the boys' side, we were the regular season region champs. We were the uh, region tournament champs. Uh, as a one seed, we hosted two games in the state tournament. We won our, our first game, and a lot of that was due to the, the crowd we had here and the bleacher creatures that were uh, in full support. And that, that goes a long way. Those, those girls get fired up and they see folks in the stands that are, that are cheering for them. Um, we're always going to win on defense, and that starts in the summer. We work in June uh, diligently and hard uh, on our game. But uh, shots may come and go, but defense is always there. And my goal is when you play us that you'll, you'll know you've played a game because we'll be scrappy and uh, we'll get into you a little bit. Um, again, those five seniors, and I just want to mention their names. Uh, Georgiana Dempsey, Jaja Johnson, Sophie Shoemate, um, Caroline Brewster, and Allie Cordell uh, are those five seniors that really carried us. Had some underclassmen as well, but uh, you know they won a middle school championship, uh, and, and they've they've worked hard at this and had the success that they deserve to have uh, as a result of that. So pr proud of that group. They won 75% of their games as varsity players, um, and we did end up. Atlanta Journal had us ranked number nine in their end of the season poll. So that was a nice accomplishment as well. Um, so that's actually a great segue into our final point on the, how endings of a season can signify multiple things. Um, but probably the biggest aspect that we like to look at in the Darlington perspective is how that culture or community is going to change with the loss of senior leaders and kind of how you have to now find a new way to shape and mold that team around returning players. So. What are your goals and ideas and ways to keep those core values of your team that you enjoy and to continue to grow and improve as a holistic team? Well, as far as wrestling goes, our, our biggest concern right now is uh, you, you, 
trying to replace a, a young man like Adam Robinson that's been here for since he was a sixth grader and the leadership that he had, that's, that's tough. Uh, it's, it's, it's awful hard to do that. Uh, but our, our focus and our goal right now is to increase the numbers in the program. So that's why we ran the, uh, the uh, after school program for the youth kids. We had 14 or 15 guys coming over there uh, each day, uh, two days a week for that program so we're, we're trying to build a culture with the with the uh, youth the three through five and the six through eight and as long as we can encourage them keep them involved let them have some success like coach was saying uh, the biggest thing is, is they have to have some success initially right on uh, early on uh, let them have some success let them have some fun and enjoy what they're doing uh, we have a couple of camps this summer uh, we will we'll host one here and then we'll go to UTC uh, for a camp there, and uh, and those that's those are the, the the main ideas that we have right now as far as trying to to move forward in our program. Yeah, as far as the swim team, so it's kind of bittersweet for me because as a fourth year coach, this is my first group of freshmen become seniors and graduate, and we've had we have a huge senior class. So um, a lot of these students have been on our team since they were freshmen, and a lot of them came to us. Um, as freshmen without any experience on the competitive swim team. So they've really grown a lot over the last four years um, and have really played a key role in shaping our community. Now what's exciting is we always have students join us. So I think we had three of our students, our seniors this year, were first year swimmers for us. And that's always exciting. And that's been kind of a pattern we've seen over the last few years. So we always have students join as upper class um, as upperclassmen and kind of make an immediate impact and so I'm really excited to see you know which students might join us next year in that aspect but we already have a lot of students on the team as well that have stepped up as leadership positions so Maya is our captain this year as a junior um, and so I'm excited to see her leadership grow next year um, on the boys side you know Joseph Hall Jackson Pierre they're really invested in the program um, and have already kind of established themselves as leaders as well um, and I know as far as some of our 8th graders coming up, Andrew Beckman, Misty Bowling have done a great job in the middle school building a strong program over the last few years as well. Um, we have some really strong and really competitive swimmers that are going to be joining us as freshmen. Um, and I always say that everybody on the team can be a leader. Where you, you can come every day, lead by example. Um, and so I'm going to look to some of our you know current freshmen, people coming in to make an impact on our team as well. Um, and so I'm really excited to see. Every, every year, every team is different. Every team is unique. Um, so I'm excited to see what next year's team will bring. We get we get young in a hurry, <laughs> losing five seniors, and what that is to me is exciting for those younger uh, girls. We'll have one or two seniors this year, and then everybody else will be underclassmen. And so one of the, the positives is those girls that have been playing against those seniors and the three seniors that graduated last year and have been taking their lumps um, now get to go do it and, and be the one given the lumps. And so I, I think for them, it's the opportunity of having worked hard for several years, in some cases three or four years in middle school. And T does a great job with the middle school girls, uh, Coach Mack, and we've got great communication between the teams and between the coaches. So they know what we're looking for and our expectations, which, uh, which certainly helps. But um, as Coach Hathaway mentioned, every team is different and this team will be younger and uh, we'll probably play differently. Our style will change a little bit. We're always going to get after you on defense, but some things will change. And to me, that's exciting because um, for the same each year, like it's kind of boring. Uh, so it, it's good to have new blood and mix it up and, and uh, see what we can do. So I'm excited for those younger girls to have the opportunity uh, to play more minutes and to play 
uh, meaningful minutes and to be uh, leaders. Um, for the boys' basketball side, you know, it's, you know, we lose we we'll lose five seniors, and uh, everybody brings value in a different way. Uh, one thing they've really done well is really bought into their, what their roles were and what their roles are. Um, you know, we lose, you know, Antoine Rocket McLaughlin, who was, who was great for us, great teammate, great bench guy for us. Um, practice hard every day. When he got in the games there, he, I mean, he's full of energy. You never have to worry about if he's going to show up. You had Charlie Shaw, who, who will lose, a 6'5 kid. He, you know, we put it at the top of our press a lot of times. Um, you know, had a lot of challenges this year within our schedule, within our, especially our non-region schedule, guarding, you know, really big guys. He had to guard some you know, some guys that are college level post guys at times. You had Quinn McClarity, <clears throat> who is, uh, I mean, he's just a, a ball of energy. Um, a lot of times he had a, a big defensive, you know, assignment with him, what we did. You know, um, really proud of those those guys right there, Charlie and Quinn. You know, they've been with me since, since I got here, you know, as well. Um, and Quinn's going to have a chance to go play at, at Pfeiffer University School over in North Carolina, so excited for him about that. A lot of that's just with, you know, they just like his work ethic and, and his attitude and academics. You lose Simon uh, Palouche, who's, <clears throat> who's here from Poland. Uh, once again, 6'5 kid. He's probably a, a one in Poland, 2-3 for us. I mean, we've asked him to, you know, he's had a guard, <clears throat> multiple post guys for us on the offensive side this year. You know, we were five out, so that didn't really affect him. But, but we'll lose him, you know, I think. Uh, within the region tournament, within state playoffs, he averaged just over you know 16 points a game for us that latter part of the season. Uh, so that's a big piece. And then you know uh, we'll lose uh, Braden Bell, who once again he started for me for four years. Um, he had close to 700 points as a career, and 400 rebounds, 200 assists. You know he's kind of a floor general, and uh, you know he's probably coached harder than just about anybody just because he's the, the coach on the floor and there's a lot of expectations there and responsibility uh, given him. So we'll lose those guys there, but you know, we're kind of fortunate our, our, our junior class is, is just as big. And when I talk about, you know, how do you sustain it? Well, those guys have got a, you know, they, they had a lot of experience this year. You return uh, Jack Bell, who's a first team all region guy. You return uh, McKay Rush and, uh, and, jo and Joe Womack. Joe Womack was a, was a uh, second team all region guy. McKay was honorable mention. And then um, you, you return Asa Shepard, who's led us in charges the past uh, two seasons, which is a huge team stat for us. He's a guy that can, you know, maybe he's not going to score a lot of points, but he's going to win you some games because he's going to defend and rebound and take charges. And then you, you, we return the player of the year uh, in the region, Northwest Georgia player of the year in Demarion Floyd, <clears throat> who's probably like a 60 points away from being a 1,000-point scorer. Um, you know, he's uh, 16 and a half points a game this year, four and a half rebounds, three steals. So, you know, we'll return a good junior class. Now we've got some guys that are, that are younger, that are about to step up in experienced roles. We've got a couple sophomores there that played for us this year a little bit and, and a freshman. So um, how, do you, how do you keep it going? You just, I mean, you just keep working and uh, you keep having, holding them to a high expectation. And, uh, and hold them accountable the same way you always have. Obviously, summer's big for us. Um, con continue to make it enjoyable for them. Um, and so, you know, I'm looking forward to the challenges that lie ahead here. Uh, and speaking about the seniors, uh, Adam, I mentioned Adam Robinson, the team captain, who has come in preseason work 
But I failed to mention uh, Jack Cowan, who came off the football field, uh, was an outstanding uh, ball player there for us, and uh, came into the season late, uh, but was another one of our senior leaders who was our Pillar Award winner and our Academic Award winner. Set the standard in, in a lot of ways as far as academics and what's important here is, is your academics and, and the kind of person that you are with your coachable and those kind of things. And so uh, Jack Callum will be one of the ones that we will have a hard time replacing too, along with Adam Robertson. Thank you coaches for joining us today. Uh, the entire Darlington community is proud of your team's accomplishments this winter season. And be sure to follow along what's going on during this current spring season through Darlington Athletics on Instagram for updates and announcements on different events. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. Thank you. We're glad you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week whether you like to listen to podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org slash podcast. And if you have any questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast.